Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Shine at Work podcast. I'm your host, Karen Weeks. As a career transition coach and a culture leader, my goal is to help career-oriented humans get unstuck so they can shine brighter in business and in life. I believe that you deserve a career that lights you up because, spoiler alert, it impacts how bright you shine in your whole life. This season, we are laser focused on helping you navigate your career and find a job internally or externally, or do a full career change. Because guess what? It's not too late. You can still set yourself up for a great 2023 starting now. Because I know what it feels like when your light is dim and your inner role that doesn't light you up anymore. I made a career change from theater to HR, and now I've added coaching to the mix. I know what it's like to try to think about how to raise my hand for a new role at my company but not sure how to start those conversations. At times in my life, I had to take a look inside to see what was most important to me, what made me shine bright, and how to make adjustments along the way, and how my career even fit into that. It's all possible. I did it, my previous guests have done it, and I help others do it too. And I'm so thrilled to welcome my co-coach, my friend, recruiting partner, Dan Carr, to be the co-host throughout the season. You walk away from each episode, not just inspired, but with some actionable advice and steps you can take to land a new job and make the most out of your career. And I hope that you find it so valuable that you subscribe to the podcast, leave a review and tell your friends because we all deserve to shine bright in our lives and at work. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Shine at Work podcast. My name is Karen Weeks, if you don't know me, which hopefully by now you know me. I am excited today to talk about a topic that is obviously related to everything we talk about, but it's been on my chest for a while and I need to let it go. And it's my podcast, so I get to do that. But in all seriousness, it's really about What I'm hearing in the media, in the world, in the marketplace, I don't know, it's just kind of everywhere. And how I would love for us to step away from the jargon and talk more about what's actually going on, because that's the way we can help ourselves, our team members really think about our success at workplaces and shining at work, which is what this is all about. So With that little bit of a teaser, you're probably sitting, what are we going to talk about today? So I want to talk about the terms quiet quitting, quiet firing, hell, there's even now like quiet promoting. It's just all about this idea that secretively things are happening that I don't know about and someone's taking advantage of me and therefore we're calling it quiet, blah, blah, blah. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, kudos to you, please Stay wherever you are in the world because that means you're not reading the crap that's out there. But if you've heard it or you're interested in like what the hell I'm even talking about, or you have seen it a lot, but you're kind of curious about what it actually means, this is my humble opinion. So literally quiet quitting came up because people were trying to put in some boundaries, try to say, hey, I'm burnt out trying to say, hey, my work doesn't have to be my whole life, especially with so many people working remotely. There was this concept of, yeah, I can go for a walk during the day. You may not be able to get me all the time. You literally can't see me all the time unless I'm literally on Zoom calls all day. You can't monitor me like you used to in the office. And so 
companies then termed it quiet quitting because if I can't see you all the time or I can't monitor you, or if I feel like you're sort of leaning back a little bit, clearly you are quitting and just not being honest with me, or you're trying to like roll out of the company um, on a softer landing because you're interviewing all the time. Instead of saying that you're at dentist appointments, you're just not on Zoom as much as that you used to be, or you're just not on Slack as much as you used to be. So it was this assumption that people were on their way to quitting and they were doing it quietly sort of behind the scenes. So that's what quiet quitting was being termed by the media, by whoever. Quiet firing was honestly the opposite of that. So my company isn't giving me the projects they used to give me. They are not being honest about budgets. They're not being honest about hiring, like whatever is going on. I don't know what's going on at my company. They're probably about to fire me. So therefore they're quiet firing. So the quiet always refers to something's happening in the background that I don't know about. So I don't know my employees quitting, but I see all the signs that they're sort of leaning back. They're quiet quitting. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but I feel like my company is not being honest with me. I'm not getting the projects I used to. I didn't get the raise I thought I was going to get. It's because they're probably going to fire me. So it's quiet firing. And then most recently, there's this whole thing around quiet promotions where I feel like I'm taking on more work and more responsibility, but I'm not actually getting the promotion. So therefore my company is quiet promoting me. It's gotten out of hand. I'm sorry. It has gotten out of hand. So what I want to do is talk about what these assumptions are actually saying and what we can be doing to assume good intent, have open communication, have trust with each other. So I know most of this podcast is about you as the employee, as the candidate, as the human. We're going to talk a little bit about the company side on this one as well, but it all sort of comes back to as you navigate your career, what should you be thinking about in these moments? And if you're listening and you're an HR person, you're in a management position, you're a leader, please also take this to heart as well to sort of think about the other side of this. So let's kind of start with quiet quitting. This is what I actually think is happening. I think employees are recognizing they don't have to burn, was it the candle at both ends? They don't have to just from nine to five, chug, 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 chug in an unhealthy way. I think the last few years between the pandemic, the racial injustice conversations, tough political turmoil, no matter what you believe, um, economic turmoil, the uncertainty of what's happening in the world in any of those areas and outside of the States, I tend to be sort of America focused just because that's where I'm based, but there's a lot of shit going on all over this world and people are tired and they recognize that their job, though important, even as high performers and high achievers, our jobs are important. We love them. It is not everything. And so, yeah, we might be saying, I'm going to take a walk at lunchtime. I'm going to not be on Zoom all day. I am going to exercise in the mornings and then log on at nine instead of 8.30. I'm going to jump off at five and have dinner with my family. I am going to block my Monday mornings off so I can actually plan for my week. I'm going to block my Friday afternoons off so I can actually catch up going into the weekend. I'm putting boundaries into place so that I can be healthier and actually, by the way, a more productive and successful employee. But if we're not saying those words out loud, 
I can understand how a company may see it as, uh-oh, are they disengaged? Are they at risk? Are they not caring as much? Are they not passionate as, as much? What's going on? So I can see it from both sides, right? As an employee, I understand it. I have been in moments in my career where I've done things like that. I have also been on the other side as a manager, as an HR person going, uh-oh, what's going on over there? Do I need to be worried? So why don't we talk about it? I'm just saying, what if we actually talked about it? So if you're sitting in the employee chair and you're saying, I need to put more boundaries in place. I need to think about the impact remote work continues to have on me. Maybe I'm in a hybrid place and I need to think about my at-home days different than my in-the-office days. Let's really talk about what's happening in those moments and what I need in order to be successful and healthy and productive and all the things you want me to be. If I'm the employer, maybe I need to ask my employee and say, hey, it feels like have you know, you're thinking about maybe adjusting your hours. Um, I would love to talk about what sets you up for success. Maybe instead of being reactive, what if you're proactive? But if you're in a reactive state, just ask. You know, I've had plenty of people report to me where look, my spidey sense goes off and I just need to talk to them and say, hey, I want to support you in the best way possible. It feels like maybe you're trying some new things or maybe we need to think about things differently. Do you want to talk about that? And let's have that conversation. I realize this may sound kumbaya, whatever, but this is how humans interact. We have to talk to each other. And if you don't have that sense of trust with your people, how can we be building that trust? So maybe you're not ready to say to your manager, I need to take a walk during the days. I'm feeling really burnt out. I need to blah, blah, blah. So maybe it starts with, hey, how do you think about your day? How do you manage your day? How do you avoid burnout? And maybe that kind of invites the conversation. Maybe it's going to your HR person instead of your manager. Maybe it's asking your peers about it or a mentor, like a trusted person, but start to have that conversation so that you can be vocal about what you need and what you're feeling because with lack of information, that's when assumptions, rumors, gossip, everything starts. So talk about what you're feeling, what you're trying to figure out and find someone to have that conversation with if it's not your manager. The other thing I'll say is, Maybe the truth is you feel are feeling disengaged. Maybe you are like, I don't know if this is the right thing for me. I am taking some time looking for jobs. I am taking some time to do some interviews. Like maybe that's the truth. So then the question is, how are you going to handle that? Is there something you can do to re-engage yourself? Do you want to stay at your current company? Do you want to stay in your current role? If you are feeling a little more disengaged, what do you need to do to re-spark that why to re-spark that passion, to ignite what brought you to that company and what used to make you really excited. What's missing? What's changed? Have that conversation with yourself, a coach, a partner, a roommate, whoever, to kind of unearth what's going on for you so that then you can go to your manager and say, hey, I have been feeling a little stagnant lately. I would love to talk about, is there a way we could do more of this? Could I could I work on this a little bit more? Those are the things that get me excited. I know it's never going to be perfect. I got to do stuff I don't want to do. We all have to do stuff we don't want to do. But what if I kind of did a little bit of that as well? And that might re-excite me about this job again. And again, you can find the words that feel safe for you, but recognizing you're feeling that way, figuring out the why and what needs to change, and then talking to someone about it. And if that's not the case, you have a choice. You don't have to work there. I don't mean Jerry Maguire quit, walk out, no income. That's not what I'm saying. 
What I'm saying is if you're feeling disengaged with your role, unhappy in your role, whatever, it's not working, you can leave. You can start looking for a new job. You can get up half an hour earlier and work on your resume. You can take time at the end of your day to submit some applications. You can take time over your lunch to have some interviews. Yes, looking for a job is a full-time job. Don't get me wrong, but you can do it. You don't have to stay somewhere you're unhappy or unsatisfied. So if you are falling in that quiet quitting bucket and like you are legitimately quiet quitting, what needs to change so that you don't feel that way so that you can be in a place where you're excited and engaged on a day-to-day basis. All right, that's my soapbox about quiet quitting. Now let's kind of go to the flip side, quiet firing. If you're an employee, hang tight. I'm coming to you in a second. If you sort of feel like you're being quiet fired, hold tight. If you're a manager, a leader, an HR person, Are you avoiding some tough conversations? You may not have the answers and that's okay. And maybe that's the communication you need to put out in the world. We're working on our budget. We're trying to figure out what our strategies are going to be, blah, 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 whatever. Maybe that's the communication that needs to be more clearly out there if people are confused about what's going on. But otherwise, if you have people on your team that are no longer the right fit, you owe it to them. You owe it to the people currently on the team that will still be there. You owe it to yourself to have someone on the team that is the right fit. You owe it to yourself to no longer have the person that's not the right fit. You need to do it in a respectful way, a supportive way, an honest way, a legitimate way. Don't lie about why you're letting someone go, but take the steps to have that tough conversation. If you don't know how to, talk to your HR partner, talk to a mentor, find a coach, find someone to help you with that conversation, but don't hold on to someone. Don't just kind of drag them along if you do need to make that tough decision. And if you aren't sure yet, again, just be honest. We're thinking about the right structure for the org. We're figuring out budgets. We haven't hired for that role because we're trying to figure things out. That's okay. Now, if you're the employee and you're worried that you're being quiet, fired, I don't even know how to like do the conjunction on these verbs, whatever. If you feel like you're being quiet, fired, think about it in two different ways. One, just like we asked companies to give you the best intent, assume best intent for them. Maybe they don't have the answers. Maybe they are trying to figure things out. Maybe they don't know if that client is going to land. And so they haven't given you that project. They don't know if the contract's going to be signed. Maybe they don't know what's going to happen next. So assume best intent, assume things will be told to you when they're coming versus, oh, they must be hiding something from me. And if you're concerned, ask your manager. Be respectful of the fact they may not be able to tell you something. Like if there's, you know, right now the economic climate in the US in January of 2023 is still really iffy. Maybe they don't know if they're going to have to do layoffs. So they may not be able to give you an exact answer, but you can ask your manager and say, can is something going on? Should I be worried? Is there more I can be doing for this organization? Is there places I should be stepping up, even if maybe they're not the more traditional places? Ask, offer, offer to help in those situations. And even give the permission of, I know you may not be able to tell me everything. I know you may not know, but I just wanted to let you know, it kind of feels like I'm a little lost. I'm a little untethered. Is there something I should be doing differently? Is there anything you can tell me? You know, whatever. Again, just try to start the conversation. And in the meantime, just assume best intent. And kind of like what we just said, at the end of the day, you have a choice. So if you're worried about what's going to happen next, take some control of your own fate, start doing a job search, start talking to other teams internally about maybe if they have projects you could be working on or potential roles that are out there. 
Don't wait for things to happen to you. If you're worried something is going to happen, start taking control of your own fate. And then finally, this whole quiet promoting thing. I don't even know about that. (laughs) I don't even have words for that. This goes back to understanding what's expected in your role today and what's expected in the next level. So some people feel like they're not getting promoted even though they deserve it. And so the company's taking advantage of them, but do you really understand what it takes to be in the next step? So if you're X and you wanna be senior X, what does it mean to be senior X? It does not mean necessarily that you are just great at X. It means you're starting to demonstrate some of those things that are required for the next level. Are you actually demonstrating those things? And if so, ask your manager, help me understand what else it would take to get to this role. Help me understand the timeline for a promotion. Help me understand why, if I'm taking on this work, how does that not sort of get me to that next level? Ask questions. That's what this is all about, communication. So if you're sort of sitting there going, I feel like I'm taking on this extra work. Why isn't it? Why am I getting the promotion? Ask some questions, talk to HR, just try to understand. And again, as a company, it may be possible you don't have the budget for a promotion. So maybe you can do a spot bonus. Maybe there's a way to do another form of recognition if a promotion doesn't make sense. It's also, depending on the stage of your company, it's kind of easy to throw a lot on people because everybody just does a bunch because you're a startup and everybody wears a lot of different hats. Kind of take a step back and say, what are we asking of our people Are there situations where maybe we need to restructure a role, think about a promotion, think about that we've given this person a lot and we haven't reflected that in compensation title, et cetera. Maybe it's a short-term thing. Maybe you're down people and you just need this person to step up in the short-term and that it will, you know, you'll take the foot off the gas once you hire or a team's going through a change and you've got someone stepping into a manager role and you're evaluating them as the potential next manager. Just be open with those conversations in a timeline When I have seen employees get the most frustrated is when they don't understand the timeline. And I get it. I've told employees timelines that have changed and I need to make sure that I'm being the best communicator as possible around. I know we said this, it was actually, this is the milestone we need to hit. I thought that was going to be this date. We haven't hit that milestone yet. So I can't move you into that new role yet. Or I thought we'd be there by now, but what I, I need to see a little bit more of this or whatever those conversations are just have them. I think the point of doing this episode was, yes, I had to get it off my chest about the whole quiet quitting and all the things. But really what I wanted to talk about was as employees, as managers, as leaders, as HR people, as humans, if we are going to shine at work and be our brightest and our best, we have to talk to each other, assume best intent and try to work on this together. And if it doesn't feel right, you, you, the employee, the company, the manager, the whatever can make a change. It does not have to happen to you. You are an active participant in your career, in your situation. So if something doesn't feel right, and you've sort of tried to do some initial tactics that we talked about, you can also make a change. That's what I had to say today. Again, I don't know if this landed for anybody, but it was top of mind for me. So I wanted to talk about it and I'm hoping maybe it helps some people reevaluate and rethink what might be happening either in your own world. And you're sort of trying to figure out if you're feeling disengaged or what needs to be happening. If you're feeling like it is happening to you, how you can take some more control over that situation and communication tactics to have those conversations. 
as always, I just want you to be excited to go to work. I want you to feel valued. I want you to feel like you're making an impact. And if that's not happening, that's hopefully where you'll feel the help of this podcast will help you think about what to do about it. And if you're not sure and you don't know where to get started or you don't know how to have that conversation, reach out to me and let's talk about it. We can figure this out together. You don't have to figure it out on your own. You've got people in your corner. So if you're listening to these in order, I am so excited to share that next week will be our season five finale. I cannot believe it. My wonderful friend and partner, Daniel Carr, will be back with us. We will be talking about all things to think about as we have entered into 2023 now, how you're going to think about setting your goals and shine your brightest at work this year. So stay tuned and thank you as always for joining us and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Shine at Work podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review. Leaving a review just takes a few minutes and truly helps other people find this podcast, which is why we do this podcast to help others. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them transform their careers and shine brightly in their lives, let's connect. We work with amazing humans one-on-one to help make a career change, go for that promotion, set career goals, and just build a plan for success for a job. Whether you're newer in the workforce, coming back after a break to focus on family, you've been in your job or your career for years, or maybe you're taking a step into management, we can help you. You can email me directly at karen at karendweeks.com or message me on Instagram at kdwcoaching underscore careers or find me on LinkedIn, just Karen D. Weeks. Finally, we always have to give a shout out to the amazing astronaut go home for our music and the people I don't know how it would live without Novice Studios for making the podcast come to life. Until next time, remember that you can and deserve to shine at work.